0: This is The Art of Warcast, a podcast about card games and board games. Your hosts are Tobin Lopez, Carl Anderton, and Doug Keister.
1: Holland and Hyra, vampires at law.
0: All right, welcome. I'm Tobin Lopez.
2: I'm Carl Anderton.
0: I'm Doug Keister. What are we up to today, Carl?
2: That's a sticky wicket of a question, isn't it? I don't write these intros. Keyforge has moved from FFG to GGI. Rivals has almost moved on from San Francisco to Prague. And soon many of us gamers will be transporting themselves to Gen Con. So that's an example of way too many moving references.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's all I could come up with. What can I tell you? Is Um, it
1: GGI or GGG? It's GGI. It's
0: Ghost Games
2: incorporated that's the company and then and yeah they're ghost, okay the ghost galaxy games aren't they is and, the yeah i thought it was ghost galaxy games i think it's that I,
0: label. I yeah. yeah i don't know if it is i don't know if they have that official ggg designation yeah. but i just think um, it's hilarious
1: it's going from fgg to ggg G. yeah <laughs> and
0: and the, the team covenant was right with you on that joke doug he was like <laughs> goes from f FFG to gggg I want to see HHH. <laughs> no,
2: it'll be H H G. It'll be the next company. So yeah, it's omg lamara What the F is Heavy Handed Games. There you go. Yeah.
0: Well, and and that's probably the the biggest news, at least to me, that has happened since we've last recorded. Which and and this is coming, we're we're doing this remotely. Uh we're not in the same room for a long time, uh, because basically scheduling problems COVID.
2: Yep. A reunion,
0: a camping trip planned, Gen Con coming up. We wanted to get something in for Gen Con. It's um, just summer. Come on. It's, it's summer. Yeah. yeah it's uh, So uh, we're here and the big news hit probably a week after we recorded um, that Key Forge was sold lock, stock and barrel to Christian Peterson's former, to Christian Peterson's new company, uh, Ghost <laughs> <Yes>. Galaxy from <laughs> Christian Peterson's
1: former <laughs> company. Yeah, from
0: Christian's former <laughs> company. So they're moving to GG. They've already posted a lot of stuff. It's really cool. They're moving forward with OPE. They're working on the on the uh, algorithm. They said, you know, new product maybe in a maybe in some months. It will take some months to recreate the algorithm, rebuild the algorithm. So I think a lot of the Keyforge community is thinking quarter one of twenty three. For first hmm. uh, first release of Winds of Exchange, which is set six, and so I'm excited. It's it's clear that the community KeyForge community is excited, and they've talked about OP slimming down OP to try to get rid of the convoluted stuff, moving away from Gem, which was the the event manager that FFG <laughs> used. It was a whole bunch of trouble. Yeah, uh, a
1: whole big piece of crap is more like yeah, it.
0: yeah, mm. and um. The biggest thing, they've answered a lot of questions. They have a FAC up already at keyforging.com, not keyforge.com. Keyforge.com <coughs> is the vault, is where you load your decks. Which Keyforging. will be transferring com.
1: over to the new company also. Yes, that <laughs> as well.
2: Just, just going to say, keyforging.com is clearly the... Um, the definitely not in the western world website from which you can go and buy cards that are uh, uh, that honestly are actually from Keyforge like individually like honest right yeah <laughs> you know yeah. like you, 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 can get, you can get them mailed over to you maybe <laughs>
0: like, <"Holy> cow. Um, <laughs> but it's it's very cool they uh, the the most recent announcement has me very excited because they are, are releasing Keyforge adventures as a stand, as two standalone project products Remember uh, the Abyssal Conspiracy and the Key Rackin, mm-hmm. uh, which Silver, we yeah. tested, right? The, we mm-hmm. tested that and it was fantastic. It's great to see it as a, a real product. Um, not only a print and play, but now it's oh, come on, be print a,
1: and play is real product.
0: Print <laughs> and play is real product. Um, but uh, to have it, to have it uh, purchasable in stores, uh, they're going to have a limited amount of those uh, or if in some fashion or another at Gen Con. I don't think there's going to be very, I think it's going to be high demand. I think the chances that any that Jason or I get it because we're going to Gen Con is slim to none. If anybody yeah, listening I mean, out there, I'd love to get my copy you, on one. So if you, if you get if your if hands you, on a copy,
2: I think if you were doing a, if you were doing OP for the new company, maybe right. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. We're gonna yeah. Over there And grab it. You know? Well, so, yeah. and
0: I've already reached out to Christian Peterson. Uh, I reached out as well. And I said, Hey, you know, uh, I'm interested in playtesting." testing. <laughs> uh, and, of course he um, did yeah of course i did <laughs> and uh like many people he got he got back to the, he responded to a lot of those first emails personally which was pretty cool um but it's winds of, so winds of exchange is coming they've got set seven kind of developed or partially developed or done I'm not sure where that is but the keyforge adventures will be released and that's a huge deal uh, that's really exciting and the keyforge community is just the games I I, I played on crucible online all the time and the games have gone we're we're like 10 to 15 during the day. And now they're now, since the announcement, it's more like 20 to 25, sometimes even up to up up into the low thirties. So the activity is, is there and people Mm. are coming back and they've said so while I've been playing them. So it's been really, really exciting. And I look forward to it. Um, and I know I'm the key forger of the three of us. Like I, I absolutely just go apeshit, right? I, I bought a box of dark tidings at like for 45 bucks. I bought a bath, box of mass mutation for 60 and, and just entered those in and it's been playing ever since. And not, this was even before the announcement, <laughs> I was like, I just need new decks. So it's been really cool.
2: The the big advantage of KeyForge, of course, is like you can throw me a deck and I can sit down and go, oh, yeah, I'm going to play this, you know, Mm -hmm. or at least I know as much about this deck as I did before. So, you know, let's let's go. Right. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. It's it's a wonderful, wonderful game. It's come come in, come out, you know, like drop in, drop out. It's not a lifestyle game uh, for a lot of people. There's there's Just people, totally there's podcasts that take yeah. it very competitively, right? They analyze every situation. <laughs> um, I'm not that person. Mm. <laughs> I'm more of a, let's throw a deck together and go. Let's go, well, let's throw decks down and go.
2: I will, right. I will mention, there's something I wanted to talk about lifestyle game stuff, and I'll save it for later, but there's a, you've uh, hit on an interesting point. Well, remind me about that later on, let's refer through the news. Ooh, okay. Foreshadowing. Cool. Foreshadowing.
0: Uh, in another game we play, but don't really play, ashes. Next two packs have been delayed, no big deal, right? It's their beautiful art, good game. Don't play it enough. Do we, do we know where they're producing it still? China? Is it? Oh, sorry, it's the usual yeah. stuff.
2: Okay, fair enough. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah.
0: Well, they were, and, and it was a late notice delay. They were going to have those packs legal for the Gen Con tournaments that they're holding, right? And because uh, the delay was significant enough that they're making them not legal because. They're not, they're not actually in existence or people might not. Some people might have them. Some people might not, I guess.
2: Yeah. Inconsistent enough. Yeah. That sucks.
0: And, and to, to piggyback on that, let's turn to turn to really rivals. And, and really, what we're going to talk about a lot today is rivals and the heart of Europe delays, which is just yep.
2: as far as we're concerned, is still <laughs> stuck in the heart of Europe. It appears, well, right? I got Doug, mine.
0: Doug got oh, his. Jason go. got his because they ordered uh, directly from Renegade. Uh, but unfortunately, Total Escape, I called them last week and they said, no, we don't have any yet. I'm like, oh, son of a gun. So I'm really hoping. <laughs> Uh, I get some heart of Europe cards before we vamos to Gen Con and which would basically mean getting them sometime this week. It's, it'll be here. Mm -hmm. It'll be here. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jason came over for a little while on Saturday and we talked and he pointed out that the retainers, the citizens, right. Mm -hmm. None of them have skills. Oh, they don't no have the mental modifiers, the plus one modifiers, oh, the plus oh, one mental stat modifiers. Plus, yeah, the stat modifiers. Oh. No retainers have those three modifiers. It's all disciplines and and oh, other tragic. effects plus one intercept, plus one secrecy, oh. right? Plus oh, one armor. Because um,
2: I did, it did feel to me, I haven't seen the full card set still, even though they've arrived with people, and it, but it did feel to me that both overall stat numbers and I think the ability to modify them had increased in the vampires. You know, there was more firepower overall. So I'm wondering if that's the balance on the citizens. You know, to pull some of it off them.
0: Well, the the mm. vampires mm. still seem to be, you know, holding to the same like blood blood potency. You know, blood yeah. potency dictates the one zero one or one 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 or whatever however many points you have. The sevens are have mm. four have four points. So they're yeah. one one two or two two or two one one something like mm. that. Right? Those are the seven BPs. Those are the big boys. The sixes are still one, one, ones or two, zero, one, something like that. Right. So there's three points of, of abilities there. And then four points of abilities on the seven BP vamps mm-hmm. it's, but it's really interesting to see that it doesn't give you skills, right. Mm-hmm. You get other effects. And so that'll be interesting how that is changes that- things. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Well, is that maybe a
2: slight I mean, there's two. There's two definite deck times you can think of that immediately go. Oh, we have got to change how I play, right? Big one is, of course, is, is Citizen Rush. Is play things and um, hoard the herd mm-hmm. because all of a sudden, getting your two to get a getting your two value vampire to have a citizen that you care about is not. I can, now I can just get citizens forever. You know, you know, you've got to, you've got to have something else, and then kill decks. You know, does it be, how many how many vampires end up on one, one point? You know, it's yeah, pretty, it's yeah, yeah. Very yeah. common. So yeah, know, like getting to the, those fives and fours.
0: The other any cards that then give you additional damage, mm-hmm. in some fashion or another, are going to be ones that are fighting for space in your deck now, where yeah. maybe they weren't before.
2: Yeah, even right? even even more of a premium, right? Yeah, it's an interesting yeah. one.
0: Yeah, hmm. um, and the two by two rival structure is now out with OP. I think we talked about that last time. Mm Yeah. so that'll be uh we'll see how that goes at gen con with the various tournaments we have going i i i like the change for op totally for casual it doesn't really matter for casual Mm -hmm. you can do what you want but for op having the two by two rival structures being gone is probably better for the game in my opinion
2: yeah it's one of those things it took me a while to really realize but it's the dynamic at the table is so different and in a game where so much depends on what you're the other players are doing having having like you know how can I put it I think you described it is because the the lack of two by the two by two setup is so different from normal from normal play from the rest of the layouts we can get right that you go into it and go oh I'm not entirely sure how to do this I'm not sure my deck's set up for it I'm not sure what my tactics are you know you know and, so, and obviously certain types of decks going oh I'm in a kill format. Oh, only gonna kill for my only got worry about him great you know and off they fly and the rest of the table can go Hank you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, definitely, I'm definitely in that state where I, I would want to play the no two by twos in, in most circumstances, I would say. Yeah. yeah, yeah, well, I, yeah Competitive on not.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So with that coming on, like the Prince of the City events has been a very successful. I think there's still, there was a couple this past weekend in the US or maybe two weekends ago. And then uh, they'll continue in Europe, but they're basically done for the US because they were going up until Gen Con and we'll then move to the primogen events after Gen Con. Uh, so that'll be interesting. I, we, I don't know that I've seen any information on the primogen events other than it'll be store-based. Maybe Mm. it's a, maybe it's a league. My suspicion is that it's kind of a league over time, right? You, you play, you play repeated Mm. games over time. And if you happen to win with more of one clan than another, maybe, that uh that helps more one is it clan is it faction faction I guess I'm, go- I'm yeah, falling yeah. into l5r talk with clan
2: <laughs> well I mean old name for it but yeah basically the same right yeah yeah um yeah because like the because the prince of the city was intended to be what we would have again falling back on old favorites so it be a regional style thing right you know at, at yeah. that kind of level yeah 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 so I mean primogen could just be store championship equivalent right you know just a a slightly less casual organized play but Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I mm-hmm. guess we'll find out. Could be something completely different. The, the League bit is an interesting one that, again, taking easy comparison, the um, Legend of the Five Rings never did so much was playing off how well each faction is being represented or what they're doing. There was some of that, but it never really became a, a big deal, you know? So, yeah, you could play that some, you could play with that some more. But that's yeah, kind of yeah. Renegade, yeah. you know? uh,
0: The two big things people are talking about, and Carl, you're excited about the Guard Haven, the Guard Tower, that's intriguing. Right.
2: I definitely see that one. Yeah,
0: yeah, and um, and then of course there's the several shelves, uh, and they what Renegade did a couple of weeks ago on their stream was they presented because there's no pre-con decks in the heart of Europe pack, right? So mm-hmm. they uh, put up some deck lists and talked about some decks they put together. Uh, I think it was their playtesting group with Matt and other folks that put together uh, some decks to prime you on guard tower and to prime you on disheveled shelves so uh, like it seems like those decks kind of build themselves especially the guard one
2: yeah right Um, at the moment certainly yeah yeah, from sheer card card choices
0: now i did build some deck lists on rivals db and i built one for disheveled shelves and i realized like halfway through that I, I kind of need a secondary win condition. <laughs> I can't, I can't completely rely on getting rid of their cards. Cause mm-hmm. you know, the best laid plans go awry when you encounter the enemy. Right. So, yeah. yeah. So I went with, I, I built a deck and I went with um, kind of an ousty thing. What is it? I, yeah. Just big attacks. So I don't have a lot of okay. combat in that, in that deck. I have mm-hmm. a lot of protection. But I have some like big swings, right? Hold out dagger. I have a bad penny. Perseus is the leader, okay. Which is the one, the Malcavian guy.
2: Yeah, the crazy one, as it were, yeah. <laughs> particularly. Yeah. So like assassination style attacks. Like, yeah, one. Pick, pick some, one. Yeah. yeah.
0: And I've got some I've got some conspiracies in there and even a, a trap or two to keep people guessing about what is what on the on the <laughs> face down <laughs> stuff, right? You gotta keep them guessing there because that's this is the first time you get to. Keep them guessing with the face-down stuff. Which one's that? I don't think I've heard. The the traps, right? Oh, you've got a trap so, of theme in there, so, Sorry, so I've got, got yeah. so I've got uh, I've got conspiracies in here. Mm-hmm. The bank error in your favor conspiracy, right? Destroy the plans. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything is connected. Um, but then there's a blood poisoning trap, which is the one that doesn't rely on yep. any kind of faction. Mm-hmm. Um, so try, try to keep people guessing.
1: And then I, mental I blocks, saying,
0: yeah. 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 It's, and then, of course, like three shakedowns, because shakedown could be disastrous if you're playing the <laughs> shovel shelves and you've already given your person like 14 cards and oh, you're going to discard these five mental cards. Oh, mm-hmm. instead you draw five. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. And then you go back again and you go back a second time. You're like, OK, now those five mental cards. Now you have nine physical cards. So we're going to make you draw nine, nine more cards and boom. Yeah. Qu-
2: quarter deck hit. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. But you also have to protect you. That's what I realized. I'm like, you're getting all these cards. Mm-hmm. If, if my opponent has all the choices, then I have to really protect myself. <laughs> you do, but that's where it gets interesting,
2: right? Because you can still only play so many cards a turn. Right. Like, I think the big one for that for me, thinking about what you say now, is watching that it's the, again, it's the table setup. I'm doing fine. I'm, a, I'm hitting my rival and getting him to draw cards, right? But I've mm-hmm. got to be wary that his target is not weak. Because if he is, I could just be giving him the tools to go and kill him before I can. Exactly.
1: Crack, you know? Exactly. So
2: I think that's one, one of the big ones there. And like you say, you've got big, you've got big hitting toys, so you can be like draw a bunch of cards and you can't use them because that guy's dead. Okay. Right. You know. Or you can't use them
0: because they're all on mental blocks.
2: <laughs> yeah. or Whatever. Yeah. Exactly.
0: <laughs> that's what you kind of have to hope for too, right? So there's
1: the nice thing is is that they are very good about not putting in perfect win conditions. Oh yes, totally. Yeah. So yeah, it's you know. all of those cards are all they're all double-edged swords, which is one of the great parts about the game. So <laughs> completely. Yeah. It Yeah. You you take a huge risk, you know, flooding someone's hand, but they still only have two actions unless they're playing Thin Bloods. Yeah. That then you know you give them everything. Sure. They they that could give them an advantage. It could. Letting their hand could also make things difficult for them too though yeah you know, uh, yeah too many too many options
0: and and it also it also allows them to discard to heal right discard to mend yeah. like they have pl- like their vampires are not going to go away very easily because they're going to be mending yeah. just about every turn well, if I, your deck yeah. is working yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. that's the big if
2: <laughs> but as always it's still one of vampire that's the kicker. There's still mm-hmm. a very solid limit. It's not like, mm-hmm. like you know, a, a key forge force to draw deck could be like, oh my God, this is going to be atrocious. You know, he's going to play this and this and this and this and this and this and all these creatures, you know. But it's right. basically what four cards a turn. So maybe, maybe five or six if you're getting defensive, you know, is about what you can really achieve, you know. Yeah. To, well, yeah, like, I, and, you know, you're usually
0: playing attacks. one for combat. Yeah. Right. One, or two one to action. react. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not playing a lot of cards. Yeah, there's not much you can do with it. Yeah, so it's
2: it, like you say, the big problem is giving them the their tools. Like, oh, they got the, they got the horrible combo. Here it comes. You know, mm-hmm. but there aren't there's not too many of those. Now I think about it. But anyway, yeah, and what well, you like, you're bringing shakedown. So you're like, yeah, let's go see how bad this is after I did that, right? <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How bad yeah. this it gonna be? Yeah, you
0: know? yeah. So,
2: yeah.
0: And then, um, so what, what I was realizing also with this is because this is kind of the new hotness, you're, there might be some real vampire uniqueness, you know, vampire challenges, right? You're playing with some of the, with Velvet, with Perseus, Karma. Um, Rene Koba is one. My seven vampires, six of them are Malkavian, mm-hmm. right? And one is Rakini Sok, who is a guard. Because she can, because agenda points don't matter to this deck, right? So yeah. you can pay agenda when she's blocking to get some additional shields. Um, so that's another that's another facet of the deck, right? Mm-hmm. You don't, you will probably get some agenda points every now and then because you'll be going for citizens. Mm-hmm. If you get an agenda point, it doesn't mean anything to you.
2: <laughs> well, like right? you say, the, the worst it means is she'll get to live. Yeah, you know? yeah, Someone yeah, Else, yeah, someone yeah, else yeah, will yeah. not die for sure. Yeah. For sure.
0: What do y'all think? Now I know neither of you is going to GenCon, but how likely is it that we see these decks, these agendas and decks at, at Gen GenCon? Extremely, extremely.
2: Seeing them uh, turn up, yeah. yes. I think it's. I think certainly the the um, the mill one is too crazy and too unusual not to have a handful of people at the very least go. Well, the surprise value is going to be worth it, or what the hell, let's do this, you know. I mean, because no having, one
0: knows how to fight it, right? Yeah,
2: exactly. I mean, yeah, there's been no that's kind well, of yeah, you got the both sides well, of that problem there. Yeah.
1: It's like you said, it's the new hotness. Mm-hmm. So of mm-hmm. course people are gonna play the new hotness. Yep. I expect to see a lot of it.
2: Yeah. Now, do I we see say. it on the top tables? Very debatable for that same reason that we have that's a question tied it down much, you know. I've had no idea how to optimize this, like none, you know, not even close. And not even right. with the guard one. I'm like, like you say, take, 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 haven, throw guards in question mark, question mark, question mark profits, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, where are we here? I don't know, right? You know? So, yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a fiddly one. Honestly, that's where I am with the entire set of stuff right now, is I can see tools and interactions, but I've not a clue how I'm integrating them, you know?
0: Right, right. You know? Well, and the guard one, when I was building my deck, it was okay. What's my agenda?
2: Yeah, well, um, I mean, I have how my problem,
0: yeah, what huh, what uh uh-huh. huh, how, how am I, how am I, am I winning this game? Agenda? Right. And yeah. I and I think it's drain them slowly. I, I'm using drain them slowly to see uh, what happens because see the
2: pings, I yeah. think what
0: you're because you get to ready somebody at the end of your turn, right? With the guard effect, with the leadership ability, that's you not get a to bad just idea. attack. You just get to, uh, I'm gonna attack you, I'm gonna attack you, I'm gonna do one damage, and I'm gonna ping you, and I'm gonna get a point. And I'm going to ping in, I'm going to get a point. And well, on that thought, do you go prize fighter? Prize fighter to
2: is the attack to the you know when you attack you um you move agenda points.
0: Well, you you take an ag- you put an agenda yeah. point on your vampire when they attack a character, yeah. and. Then you move one off. At the that, end might of be, that might be. That might be. Yeah, similar
2: sort of deal. Yeah. So you're always just. They work similarly, right? At least mm-hmm. in the case of Prizefighter, you don't have to land damage. So if whatever reason someone's all no, I'm not taking A. No screw right. you. That will that will work, and you will get you will be able to defend against it. So you can handle having extra agenda points on people. You know, because mm-hmm. you're guarding. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. yeah that's that's actually a
0: good one too yeah so i'm using drain them slowly in my first build here and again the problem is if you have another guard tower deck they're probably using the same leader which is the bruja sarka which is in this set as well Mm -hmm. right she has double celerity and does some serious damage she's one 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 it's when the character's in a party when a character in this party blocks an attack they steal one blood from the attacker it's interesting because I don't know who's going to be attacking guards. <laughs> right? It's, Could you do something do you with knowledge you? is power? With the, t- oh. with the cards?
1: Yeah. The gar- your guard deck with knowledge is power as the agenda. Chill, Yeah, chill out, hold off, and just do the The first time your, your leader exhausts in the streets during
2: each of your turns, if you have six plus library cards in your hand, yeah. gain one. And you will get to ready them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's that's interesting too. Because although well, like you say it does, it does lead us to the point where we can you can Ooh, kind of yeah. stop worrying about the vulnerability and do do sit there and do weird stuff, right?
0: Yeah, knowledge is power is a good idea.
2: Yeah, because I was thinking going to what's his name, the big Lasombra guy, Marcus, the norm, one that's normally paired with prize fighter in the pre-built. Because mm-hmm. at that point again, you can risk far more having him covered in agenda, like he ends up, because you've got guards. You know, you can you can right. basically you could build a support the tower deck right here's the tower character here's the guy doing the stuff and you can get away with that because you'll have friends in the way
0: you know yeah there's some possibilities and and i have marcus as a secondary in here
2: yeah i mean he's a, he's a good
0: because he's there. so big yeah and you uh, could so also busy. use my
2: favorite agenda
0: those oh, in numbers
1: strength and numbers oh strength, strength and numbers?
0: numbers ooh mm-hmm.
1: yeah
0: or the wh- what's the one um that pair has been using lately which is where if four. you have if you have no 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 if you have the most um oh. bp capacity in the streets i can't think of what it's called oh, 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 uh yeah. Most, yeah. Impressive? Most, most impressive most impressive most yeah. impressive yes oh that might be a good one too because you're oh, never awesome. gonna you're not really gonna be in your haven <laughs> you could just stay in the <laughs> streets because you don't get your haven secrecy with the guard tower, right? Point but it has to be yeah. each individual foe's BP in the streets,
2: yeah. right? you have to get you have to get the money gained for that in the
0: yeah you were yeah.
2: the problem the problem is most impressive is honestly you need um tenderloin right isn't it yeah one that allows you to pay pay the mm-hmm. agenda against cost to really get mm-hmm. it to fly but there might be yeah. other stuff
0: we don't know so. um, but i have in my guard in my guard deck i actually had to fill it out with non-combat cards <laughs> i had like 36 combat cards and i'm like okay that's <laughs> probably too many i'll take a few out and then i'll put like eight actions in
2: (laughs) like you said you're probably attacking once every turn oh yeah very likely with drain
0: them slowly that's what you want to do right you want to have two two ideally two attacks a turn Mm -hmm. right so and and because you're gaining that agenda point and then every once in a while you go get a citizen and get a get another secure agenda point Mm -hmm. some stuff there and it's i think
2: there's also a lot of space for I kind of know roughly what deck builds I'm probably looking to do right now, but with Heart of Europe coming up, there was plenty of moments of, well, I'll run this, but I know that card's going in there. You know, only one or two cards, right, or a new vampire. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of that to think about. Is where does the standard beatdown deck go? The new toys. You know? It won't be. It'll be 75% what it was before, but there'll be new surprises in it, right? You know. Yep. Where does the scheme decks go? There's so much stuff on on scheme, right? on scheme level stuff with the, and the events things with the new, um, Torridor.
0: Yeah. I have that, that scheme deck that I play as part of the, tr- as part of a Tremere deck. Right. Mm-hmm. And that that's interesting because I was listening to, uh, what we do in Elysium, which is the, uh, the singular rivals podcast. Right. And mm-hmm. they were re- reviewing the Prince of the city winning decks and the, you know, the styles of the decks and, they're by their account there wasn't any, there weren't any scheme decks in there and i thought wow that's is that an is that just a consequence of them looking at prince of the city stuff because i think scheme decks could do very well like i play that university library mm-hmm. uh manipulating the masses deck and it can come out of nowhere and score like four or five points in a turn sometimes
2: I think for the spike mindset, the big scheme deck problem is the, the moving parts issue. You're very reliant on what you draw. You yeah. kind of need to pull the scheme. You kind of need to pull something to support it or the, or, and, or to get a vampire that supports it. I mean, really what you want is, you know, Buddy Benitez, a good scheme and, you know, last word in hand, right? Mm-hmm. That's the, I can push this through. No one's going to stop this. They can try, you know.
0: Well, and that's why I use University Library to get those cards. Yes. Totally, and yeah. one of the things that the scheme, one of the, the heart of Europe has two additional influence modifiers in the pack, which mm-hmm. allows you to play, you know, I think 12 now. If Wolf. you if you do yeah. three three of each. Now, mm. I probably wouldn't do three of each. I'd probably do like three, two, two, and two. The most. Something maybe. like yeah, that, yeah. right? Like uh, nine.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, because some of them are like gain two influence. And if this loses, something happens, right? Yeah. If this loses... Uh, or hedge your bets is if it loses, you gain an agenda point. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I think at
2: maximum, right. you need to match scheme modifiers to schemes, right? Mm-hmm. Like numerically, you know?
0: Well, and also like just playing the influence modifier, like takes people out of the voting. Like, mm-hmm. all right, they, they, they
2: yeah, got uh, at least two
0: influence points. Well, what yeah. the hell are we going to do? They got a, a bajillion prestige. But like you're saying there, the other question becomes, if
2: there's any growth in that usage, then taking, taking some scheme modifiers to a competitive game becomes I maybe I should, you know, yeah, not defensively, to even yeah, if, defensively. You're not a, yeah, mm-hmm. if you're not playing.
0: Yeah. If you're not playing, it's the defensive, if you're not playing a scheme deck, why should yeah. you have influence modifiers in your deck? Yeah. And Jason, after playing against mine a couple times, Jason's like, you know what, I'm going to put some influence modifiers cool. in my deck just on a defensive note.
2: Yeah. Right. I mean, head your bets. If people are going to be doing um, schemes, you might as well get a point for losing, you yeah. <laughs> know, right. Or whatever it is. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Is yeah I mean, yeah, sure. I'll get a point. Yeah. You know, I don't, oh didn't, my, didn't cost an action. You
0: know? Yeah, and that, would, that would to win a game. Oh, I just mm-hmm. lost that, and you got went to ten, but I just went to thirteen. Thank Team. you very much. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, well, oh, the more likely thing of he sat on twelve.
0: Do I play a scheme? <laughs> hmm. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, so, right. You know, I need to see his hand first. He's already played yeah. one hedger bets this game. Yeah, exactly, and that's what but... that's the great fun of playing a four player game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Where you can't account for everything yep. and one of the things i thought was interesting is is we're talking about these decks in a haven agenda combination mm-hmm. but and yes that's a combination to talk about that's how we you might Stomp that's a taxonomy yeah. for talking about the decks yeah. but after that you can go anywhere you can mm-hmm. have all kinds you can have different clans different approaches the whole deal it's really cool like mm-hmm. i have i have in my guard tower deck, I have fourth tradition, the accounting, just, just mm. because, you know, which is you put it on a leader and when someone attack, when someone in that party takes an action, they lose a blood, <laughs> 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 which is awesome. You're like, ah, mm. sure. Why not? Let's, let's try this out. Yeah. Right.
2: <laughs> well, you make a good point there as well, I think, which is you're quite right that we, t- that's one of the first points we look at how to divide deck builds really is yeah a gender in haven format, right? Mm-hmm. But I think even more so now with Heart of Europe coming in, but certainly once we got one or two expansion packs deep, there's a lot to be said for vampire combination decks, you know, or just card combinations, you know. Am I am I like you said, am I playing a inmate plus holdout dagger deck?
1: Mm-hmm. You know, I, like I think I, it- yeah, you know agenda is important havens important leader mm-hmm. is important yeah. mm-hmm. that you know that those three cards will determine a lot of what you see in the rest of the deck mm-hmm. so yeah if you're just talking just agenda and just Haven mm-hmm. sure there's a there's a lot of variation but once you start talking
2: about well what what leader are you playing mm-hmm. that well, maybe narrows maybe it um, quite a bit maybe in which which you know which um Keystone vampires are you playing yeah. leader leader probably being one of them right you know yeah you know, they, 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 I think I think that's where you can start to really taxonomy these down. You know, I mean, some of them, some some of the um, ag- uh, agenda uh, haven combos are very clearly, yeah, you're going to run these guys, clearly, like obviously, they're the ones yeah. that will make this work. But there are
0: definitely yeah, more in price fight. You mentioned we mentioned price fighter and tenderloin, right? right? So it's
2: a Marcus yeah, deck. That's a Marcus deck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, so yeah.
0: some of them are they're they're synchronized. They're they're synchronized to that's the build. Um, yeah. But even within that, then you have forty cards that are optional right Uh, totally Um,
2: yeah as always but yeah i played i
0: played that deck at at the prince of the city and i surprised a couple players by having far reach in it Mm -hmm. right you know pull somebody out into the streets and then and then i use my reach ability to attack them boom we're we're into
2: tech here that's that's just deck building right yeah yeah. 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 well
0: so here's the question like I i don't know if i don't remember talking about this with you gentlemen so carl and i'd like to hear from both of you how do you start building a deck well, first of
2: all, whenever I start building a deck, period, it's an idea. I've come up with something that I'm building around, and what that can be can vary. You know, so it might be a I'm trying to trying to use a certain discipline because I've seen some card combos. You know, it might literally be a card, a piece of card tech. How do I take this idea that I think I can win with and make it run? You know. Okay. Um, and it may often be, like you said, agenda. I want to use a certain haven. Or probably so you know i think the final or an agenda yeah so it's it's a core it's a core idea that things get built around and very often very often for me it's fairly narrow like you know i've got here's here's the theme of the deck you know like i said i've literally tried to build obfuscate decks before what can we do with obfuscate right what 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 does this do what can it what can it what can it make work you know that kind of thing so okay
1: what about you doug um honestly pretty much the same way you know you come up with an idea and you build around it
0: and do your do, so? Would you say your ideas are, are mostly haven or agenda based, or vampire um, based, or skill based? You know, uh, discipline based. Um,
1: a lot of times they're clan based or faction based.
0: You okay. Know,
1: I haven't built with Bruha in a while. What can I do with Bruja? Uh, sometimes it's you know I want to play with this haven or this agenda. I or I want to play with this leader. So yeah, it it varies. The core idea isn't always a win condition. The core idea isn't always a card combo. It's just sometimes it's just well, what can you do with Street Brew? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Street Brew needs one
0: more anywhere. alchemy. Is what Street Brew needs. <laughs> <laughs> street Brew needs one more alchemy. One more. That's all. I, oh my
2: gosh. I will say now you mentioned that I can't think of a time. I can't think of a build particularly where my idea was, I'm going to use this vampire. I think I view the vampires a bit more as a toolbox. Like it's okay. more likely to be the agenda in Haven or the card combo. Okay, which vampires work with that? Right. I tend to find I t- I think. I think that's a fair one. But the closest we'd have would say of like, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Lishu. Right. I mean, like, here's, a, here's a standard solid vampire I'll build around yep. this. You know, it's yep. occasionally, like, but more with than that, my- yeah.
1: Yeah, with my thin blood deck, it was uh, I'm going to build thin bloods. Okay, cool. Yeah, because I want to play with Jacob Frost, and mm-hmm. you know, uh, and I really like um, strength and numbers, so if that's going to be my agenda. So, what what Haven do I use? oh, the pit is obvious. Okay, then what are my vampires? What's the rest of my deck look like? It's it's it's, it's the seed can be anything, honestly, and I'm sure that there are, like the, there are the people that build decks out there do do that you know like hey i saw this card combo also i'll build against that or i'll build around that there's also i'm sure there's some people out there that are like oh i keep seeing this thing at the table all the time so i'm going to attack against it those are like your options for deck building really (laughs) yeah
0: the one that got me most interested i think so in the in the new packs like the wolf and rat like i liked the animalism stuff so i went whole hog on animals from a built city park and and a Tomaska deck and that worked pretty well and then when shadows and shrouds came out i tried hakata and i, I couldn't get it to work i was like well, okay this just i can't get the torpor thing to to trigger and my mind isn't working that way so then i turned to la Sombra and reaches and is a thing, man. I love yep. it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, and, and I played that, I played that Marcus deck in the run up to the Prince of the city for, you know, um, six weeks. And it got to the point where once I, once Prince of the city was over and I was building other decks and I'm like, Oh wait, I don't have reach this. I can't, <laughs> I have to go out to the streets to attack somebody. This is that no good. Sense. I got to go back to the reach. So then, so then I built an Enzo deck. It's pretty interesting to see how the game because you can build a deck as, as, as well as you can, right. You start you and then you play the game and then you realize, Oh, people aren't doing what I thought they would do against this thing. So for example, my Enzo deck, when I have a couple retainers on, on vampires that are still face down, that's a, there's a huge fear factor <laughs> with those retainers. Like I mean, not hell that is. Oh, right. Sorry. Wraiths. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Like, Oh my God. Like what? That's a lot of hidden information. He can have, he can have two blood. He can have two armor. He could have a a bajillion social, a bajillion mental Mm -hmm, until he flips that. I'm not going to take it. And so I started building with that in mind. I'm like, okay, they're not going to attack me if I have a wraith, or they're going to attack me uh, it less than I think they will.
2: Well, once, once you've got three face downs, they're gonna think about <laughs>
0: it hard. Right. Yeah, they, yeah, they're gonna yeah, they're yeah.
2: gonna wish they're gonna wish to attack you a while ago. Right. Yeah. You know? And
0: especially uh, what is it? Scott is the one that allows you to when you get a wraith, you can pick the one you yeah, want and put it on. When you have terrible. Scott in play and yeah. you get to do that. <laughs> Everybody's like, oh, okay, okay, this yeah. is this is
2: yeah. That's a, if if someone a has risk. put down three Scott wraiths on the character, yeah, you're like, uh, uh <laughs> <laughs> this 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 kind of well, there's a good question, right? Because once once we play that out a little more, I think if you know Scott's on the table and you've seen someone play two wraiths, you can probably make pretty educated guesses about what that person is doing. You know, you could probably right. Yeah. At least you've got a better idea than just coin flip, right? Like, like, let's see where it goes, you know, it could be could mm-hmm. be and it could be awful, you know. So, mm-hmm. so there was you know, there's a little bit of a shell game there on both sides I suppose but yeah I would I would feel more confident about going oh they've got plus one social come on we know we know that's what they're doing you know you know at least that so
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> So what have have either of you tried to disheveled shelves deck That's kind of hard to say disheveled shelves, shelves.
2: not yet shelves shelf, shelf deck bookshelf deck right yeah, yeah. no I have not I've no. No, I've not been doing much than just looking over I was waiting to get physical cards for once. I have since 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 no longer being as delved into the industry as I've been. I've been much more a case of like, yeah, put the stuff in front of me. I'll see what it does. You know, you know, less less of that um, long term buildup.
0: Yeah, and I and I built these decks on Rivals last week, and with the whole exp- like I think Monday or Tuesday, I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. enough Keyforge. I've got to build some Rivals decks <laughs> and play some you know, put these together. Uh, they're not even finely tuned yet, of course my uh the shovel shelves deck has 43 card 43 library cards in it right now so i'm breaking the cardinal rule of having more than 40 in my deck but i I was like okay we're gonna play this we're gonna play this we're gonna play this and then that didn't show up
2: (laughs) i mean sods a lot too because again you guys i told you guys off um off mic earlier that um, my work situation has been very interesting and with the week coming up on, the, I've got now, it's going to be. Uh, I probably won't make it for the Wednesday, so if it does hit this week finally. It'll be like the, oh, I won't get that either. So, you
0: know. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. it, it, if if the schedule is what it's usually been historically, Total Escape yeah. will get it on Thursday.
2: Well, that' so okay.
0: not even in time for us to play. <laughs> but Doug and Doug and Jason will have it, so they'll be playing that city deck for sure.
2: There you go. That's that's something. I'm not sure I'm going to make it on Wednesday though.
0: No, no. Well, fair
2: enough. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Jason probably will. But yeah. Um, well, who knows? Jason point, will. Who the hell knows? But yeah. So we, we may get to at least see the new uh the new play situation, even if we don't see new builds, right? So Yeah,
0: and, and it's interesting because there's the the city deck, the Carnival card in the city deck where everybody gets to pay a blood to put a burned city deck card back into the discard pile i think that's what it is that's yeah, yeah holy cow, there's that's, a lot of stuff that, that can
2: be done there that's yeah.
0: cool right like is that um, each
2: player must put one or may
0: no i think it's may Let okay. me look here real quick
2: so that force would be like screwing necromancy decks and stuff so
0: bohemian carnival in clockwise it's an it's a single event in clockwise order each player may pay one from one character in their coterie and they choose one card from in the city deck burned pile and shuffle it into the city deck. So you can choose a citizen. You can choose another event. Very cool. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's similar to, but not quite the same as Chinese New Year,
2: right? Well, wider wide reaching, right? So, mm-hmm. And possibility of putting further down things back in. So if everyone agrees that the game should continue,
0: then... Yeah. yeah. I've played a couple of games on TTS with the team X operative and mm-hmm. yeah you're not taking as four aggravated damage but man discarding a card and losing a prestige yep those are those are just as bad maybe yeah, even yeah. worse <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah well
2: certainly a different problem to handle right yeah you know, mm-hmm. certainly a big mm-hmm. shake up in how things go but the, the card discard is a big one because holy cow like it's plenty of times where it's like i've got three cards in hand i need these i'm like oh you know, right mm-hmm. it doesn't
0: it's it's I think of it in terms of mending like if you were if you were doing uh, special affairs right mm-hmm. you'd mend and then they take the damage so you're kind of discarding a card but that's your choice
2: yeah this one's going no.
0: and this one you're like <laughs> you don't get a choice you get to discard the card you don't get yep. to take a blood off your very full vampire <laughs> yeah exactly yeah you can't tank, you can't
2: you can't tank this with alejandro right yeah just yeah. eating his way to victory right so you know
0: um and then so that's that's that'll be an interesting one and then obviously the team x operative being able to be moved to someone else in front of them is also a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll be interesting.
1: Yeah. In each location. That's weird.
0: Yeah. So, you, so, so there's the tipped off event, right. Which allows um, someone to an in, in influence conflict to move a second acquisition from the streets to next to the Haven of a target player. Right. So you'd, so you take it off the stack. If if there's four in the streets stacked together, all four of those effects were triggering, and you take one off and give it to the person, and it only affects them, but it only affects them, and it's only one. So somehow you'd have to get tipped off back in. And now people can still attack the antagonist that's in front of another player, and not not yeah, not only in the, the streets.
2: streets. That just yeah. In, yeah. in their streets, as it were, and,
0: yeah. and now we know this because they, they released the rules. They posted the mm-hmm. rules online, yep. uh, the whole rule book. So that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, vagrant is the vagrant is what the vagrant is. It's different, uh, different art. Now, the interesting part here is there's they seem to be, Matt seems to be leaning into the fear tokens more a little bit more too, while Purgis Night is the ongoing event where during your turn you may pay one from a character in your coterie to put a fear token on a target character. Just here. Cool.
2: No, that's, <laughs> well, that's a fun bit there as well, because pre, as we've seen, pre, preemptively placing fear on a readied character is a much less of an obvious you know, go screw yourself, right? It's the, it's the you get to do something once, then we say bye to you for a while, right? Right. You know, right. Yeah, you, you can't stop you doing something, but that's definitely going to mean you're not going to, to do it repeatedly.
0: So. Well, it being, I, I, having given this some, a little bit of thought, it being out, right? You, if it's, if it comes out on my turn, then mm. I can attack. And if someone blocks, then I can, then, you know. Tag them, yeah. Tag them with a the fear token. Yeah. Like, mm. so it, it really makes you think about blocking a little bit more. Uh, exhausting and if you happen to be uh, in bad luck and you've exhausted out and then this comes out and somebody just says fear 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 (laughs) if you're if you're at 10 and each person can put a fear token on each of your vampires
2: yep no that's you don't get a turn (laughs) i mean that's the one to watch out for here right is like as soon as you said more fear i'm like are we going to get more lockdown style stuff but on the flip side we've seen a few more readies i mean guard guard tower you said mm-hmm. that would be a nice little mm-hmm. and 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 I was feared. That's nice, and now I'm gonna ready, you know. So yeah, yep, yeah, interesting.
0: So it'll and it's one thing that Jason and I were talking about as well. The art is so good.
2: Is it, is it a lot, lot stronger, lot stronger? It's, it's a lot stronger. <laughs> there, we you know, go.
0: there's there's of course there's you know the one-offs, the exceptions, but it's so much stronger than it was in the corset. Um, <laughs> It's the and and good on Renegade for recognizing that maybe some of their artist contributors weren't up to par. I mean,
2: I I, I imagine there had to be some kind of budget level thought at first. And um, mm-hmm. you know, maybe this game's not going to do much more than be a board game. So now they know no, no, it's going somewhere, it's moving along. Well, uh, mm-hmm. we can afford to pay for some, but to, to pay a little more, um, you know, contract value there, right? Yep. So,
0: yep. Yeah. And then the Conclave yeah. deck. Now, these are the events in the heart of Europe card pack, right? But the ones that are in Gen Con are going to be uh, the conclave stuff. It's the, the, those are the events that we're going to see. Uh, so that'll be interesting as well. The whole like citywide lockdown crack shot, which doesn't let vagrants protect aggravated damage, purge the old guard, put one agenda on a character with the highest BP among coteries. Like, let's get rid of that guy. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, some of the Conclave cards are are quite interesting. I I especially like Citywide Lockdown, which is it's an ongoing event. Move all characters in their havens into their havens, right? Oh, (laughs) Uh, move all characters to their havens. Ongoing, your characters cannot move to the streets during your turn, except by exerting influence. And you have to move X characters in your coterie to the streets. The influence can only come (laughs) from characters. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. So, ouch. Like you could influence your leader out into the streets.
2: Is it, is it? Is it that character has to pay or just influence has to be exerted?
0: Ex- so, influence has to be exerted so, by the yeah. so leader. Yeah. So you don't, the leader doesn't have to yeah. be the one going out. The yeah, they can shove someone
2: else, shove them out front.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> you're going to the conclave. We've decided. On you go. Yep.
0: <laughs> I'm going to go do this thing. So that in cases like that, it actually might be. You know, uh, what is it? Leia Swiftfoot, who gets to attack oh, alone, word. can't be blocked, and then can move back to her haven. She might be a good one.
2: Well, there is that, that event. <laughs> I haven't seen all the cards, but on the on the spoiled ones we got, on the initial and the early spoilers, there was that theme of more solo stuff. I mean, solo was a card type. An, yeah, an solo attack, right? Yep. So I'm intrigued by that, because I've always liked using Leia, and it, it largely seemed to be, Largely seem to be in, in um, what do you call it, Gangrel, right? So I'm like, yeah, that's interesting.
0: Yeah, I think it was almost all Gangrel, yeah.
2: Yeah, I think I saw I mean, I think I saw one that wasn't, or at least the effect that could be more general. But yeah. yeah, that was interesting. So that could be a fun one to look at. Now, that, that, that I'd like the style of. The, the animal side of Gangrel never ma- massively grabbed me for whatever reason. It's not bad, it plays perfectly well. It just never was like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll give that a build. But the solo attacker one sounds fun, so... <laughs>
0: Yeah, there's a solo attacker in Grendel, Akeen. Mm-hmm. Solo attacker, this character does not declare their attack type until step eight of the attack sequence. Yeah, yeah. she's a cool <laughs> one. Yep. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I'm coming at you
2: with what? No, nope, I'm coming yeah? at you. <laughs> yeah, you get to, you get to <laughs> you figure get to it guess. out. You get to
0: guess. <laughs> and then there's can- a DN, yeah, uh, the six-cap Grango vampire. He's the one that you play up to two attack cards. And yes. before revealing, if you played two, you can move one of them to your hand. If you played one card, you may reveal it or return it to your hand.
2: That one looked like a ton of fun. I was going to say that, like a crazy. <laughs> one. So I was like, holy yeah. cow! Like,
0: you know? uh, it's either going to be biting comment or it's going to be apex predator. Which let's, <laughs> let's see, which which one is ideal? Oh,
2: which social, which social punch would you like? So, yeah
0: <laughs> right. yep, yeah. Yep. Although he has he he's a two physical one social one. Or zero mental, so I don't know how much of the biting comment Apex Predator is going to be playing. Well, Apex Predator, of course, is
2: good, but well, I say, your, your call is, am, am I am I going to fear you or just steal? So mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. forget the two in that situation unless it unless it's needed, right? So, yeah.
0: um, and then Jason, who Jason uh, Carl, I don't know if you've played Jason's uh, minus one BP deck. He's got this minus one BP deck that just needs a few more tools, and there's a Monica Vampire I- three three BP thin blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you exhaust one character in this party and put one minus one BP token on a target character in the streets who does not have one. So Monica oh. is just like, Oh, that's put it over there.
2: So you can scatter it. You're not focusing. Yeah. But you're getting yep. those effects in play. I think he played the deck, but it didn't do a whole ton of the stuff he was wanting it to. On that particular yeah. Run. It
0: doesn't quite work. He needs a couple more, a couple more tools. I think Monica, but Monica might be the one he needs.
2: I mean, it sounds like a pretty definite. Yes, here we go. Here's some tech for you. Yeah, you know, I will. I will say there seems to be a lot of that in Heart of Europe, of like cards that are clearly going. Hi, I'm here to make a play style work.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, for sure. So here's a question: Are either of you looking to play with Sebastian, the seven BP Lusamba, or Emil, the seven BP Torador?
2: So. Torridor is the events one, right?
0: Yeah, you may ignore city events.
2: Yeah, and then the somber
0: remind me attaching a title from the hand from Ow. your hand to this character causes zero influence. Then writing the character, the
2: freebie one. Yeah, um, I both of them looked interesting. If I if I had more like basically that like with Sebastian, if I was like I had more plans about doing particular title stuff, I think he'd be an auto take. Like you're gonna see him in Ventru and um, what you might call it? The title agenda.
0: Jason plays it all the time. Yeah,
2: no, I can't think of the name. Of <laughs> yeah, but you know the one. Yeah. Yeah. It's not
0: Royal Retreat. It's not right?
2: Royal Retreat. Royal is Retreat the, is the haven.
0: Is the yeah. haven he uses.
2: Whatever it's called. But anyway, yeah. The two points per uh, title. I mean, base, gonna... base, base of Power. Base of power. power. Thank you. You are going to see that. Like, that, 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 that could not be more blatant for, oh, sweet. Goes on him. Oh, sweet. Goes on him. I mean, if there's any kind of card effect coming up that allows you to discard titles for any reason. Like all bets are off. Like, I suspect that won't. Do, right? <laughs> well, yeah. I, I suspect all bets are off because that beach.
0: would be yeah. that would be pretty powerful.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Right. But even even without that, just him going, I will get you six points. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do for you. I'm going to get. I'm going to get you six points by sitting here and looking cool. You know, that's basically yeah. it, right? So that's, that's all that's going to happen. So, yeah. Um, that will that will be a thing. I am intrigued in the Tori one, but I wanted to see the whole um, carpool first to see how much the event stuff could really be. Cranked, but I could totally see an event story Torridor one as a very interesting style. Um, I'm much less worried about when, when La Sombra was coming out, I was all high cost vampires. Hmm, I have enough trouble running a six, right? But then when you realize how tough they are to kill, how much you can protect them well, you know, and there are yeah. more tools for that now, and yeah. a, a lot less, you know, it takes so much firepower to get a seven to go away ridiculous
0: yeah and that was a point that jason and i were talking about on saturday as well jason i'm taking all your ideas and broadcasting (laughs) them but i'm giving you credit so it all works out he he's thought that if you play a seven vamp if that's your leader the standard the for gameplay for since the game came out is playing a second vampire do you need to put a second vampire out on the first turn? If you have a seven, I mean, it's so hard to get these. What are the chances that an opponent can play a second vampire and somehow put your seven capacity down? Right. So that's, that's, that's an interesting mechanic to to explore.
2: Interesting dynamic, right? Yeah. Yeah, Interesting dynamic. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Because like you, okay. So I do two things on my turn that set me up and you, you can come get me but i'm in my haven and you're going to burn cards for secrecy and you're going to have to get like getting a 7 down is going to be tough i mean one on one first turn i'm yeah. t- i'm talking about first second turn yeah right?
2: yeah totally yeah it's like it's when i've been looking at um at faction deck curves the seven does I, I found myself going like seven four 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 three three. You know, know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah. like it'll gonna yeah. be cheap. Like a seven and a five is definitely a okay. So I've got some I've got some prestige gate, right? Because if I don't, like holy yeah. cow or some right, discount right. or something, you know. And um, the new city
0: and then and the city of the Prague title doesn't give you prestige anymore, it just gives yeah. you agenda points.
2: yeah when men claim too, right? So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's. I, I have seen that one. On the flip side, though, the, now we've got tools to build the other way, right? We were talking about tenderloin before. We were all sevens and sixes. I'll have two of them. I can mm-hmm. afford it. You know, There's no problem. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll put them in play. Uh, the big thing I think about putting down a seven and not putting a second vampire. I'm not sure this is a. You couldn't do this, or it would hurt the game. But psychologically, I'm suddenly in that state of what am I doing with my two actions, like per turn? You know, right? if I have one vampire. What am I doing? I mean draw, okay, sure. You know, but what am I what am I doing to advance the game here? I only feel like I can do one thing. Now I can see a deck that will work fine with that, but that would be my only concern there is is am I is that okay? Am I falling behind by not setting up like that? You know, I don't know. Yeah. I think you right. could I think you could definitely build around it. I mean, certainly if you're doing like a knowledge of power deck where you are gonna be drawing anyway, mm-hmm. then sure, I guess, you know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and you could have, and, and we were talking about the first couple of turns, right? Cause yeah. those first couple of turns, the first turn, you definitely want to put a second vampire down the third or fourth turn. You probably want to put a third vampire down if you don't already have one. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I realized that in one of my decks, I really need four vampires. Usually I'm playing with three and I mm-hmm. put a fourth down when opportunity presents itself, but there's one deck that I play. And I can't remember which one it is now uh that like really needs a fourth vampire (laughs) Mm because
2: because
0: they tend i tend to have uh my curve steep drops off pretty steep
2: yeah
0: maybe it's enzo maybe it's the enzo deck that might be it you know i think
1: it's probably always going to make sense to play a second vampire on your first turn Cause yes, it's not, it's not necessarily likely that you know a seven vampire
0: can be taken out in like turn one, turn two. It could happen. I mean it it would have to be a god draw by your by the person who, who for whom you're the rival. Um but it could happen, yeah.
1: Uh smoke them out, sunrise surprise. Yeah. I mean like I say the kick of that is the um you know it's, it, it, yeah, it the, yeah. there there are combos that could do it yeah. and, and get a first turn win.
2: Well, I think um, I'm more I'm more on your side, Doug, because I'm always concerned about um there's as well as <clears throat> there's the randomness of you not having you're a little less likely to have the tools required to survive turn one if someone gets the big draw, right? Right. Yeah, you know, you haven't you haven't set up your defenses. You know, that's my that's kind of I think that's the, the been been the accepted belief, right? Two vampires means you're safe you're safer from just being annihilated because someone is far less likely to get the two good attacks to kill both vampires.
1: Yeah, right. That is yeah. that yeah. that is part. That's the the more obvious part of it. But yeah. the that maybe the less obvious part is how many unhosted actions are in the game. Yeah, and how many of them are you going to put in your deck?
0: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: If I want to have
0: and your second, you know, it t- t- takes the momentum out of your second turn. Yeah, right exactly. Everybody, if you if because other people will have a second vampire out on their second turn, they'll be able to do two things. Maybe Mm -hmm. you won't be able to do two things on your first turn or on your second turn because you're putting a vampire in play. Yeah,
2: precisely. That's what I was kind of get at with the feel of what am I doing with this action. I mean, Mm -hmm. now I think about it as well. There's particularly when we're talking about a four player game, there's a sense of the ability to react, you know, yeah, like, yeah okay, my pl- the, the plan's just changed. People have done something. So my first vampire that I played can go and do something, but my second one is now going to react to what people are doing. Now, that might not be the biggest problem ever early in a game, but it does mean you can't do it if you have to. So, yeah, it's, it's an interesting one. I can see a deck that works with it. I can, I can totally understand a deck that, that works, but I think it's fairly specific, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you'd, have to, you'd have, to be, it'd be, it'd have to be very much be your game plan. Like, right. you know, this is the thing I'm going to do, you know. But on the flip side, I'm seeing, I can see more and more, deck. I've seen more and more card plays and stars now where I could imagine someone going, my leader's a big seven and I spend the first few turns doing stuff with leader and drawing faction cards because I'm going to suddenly throw out vampires kind of quick and do stuff. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, you know something like I, saw. I can see that. But again, I think that's a pretty specific build.
0: Well, and early on in the game, this is, you know, six seven months ago i was my first turn was very much of if i if i had the vampire i needed in my hand then i played it otherwise Mm -hmm. i spent an action i i I dug for the vampire i wanted and then played it right and and i just i was like that's a risk yeah i i played a second vampire but i drew first Mm -hmm. like all right let's let's play the one i want to play now are either of you excited about bork wagner the adventure vampire who can put a haven on himself Oh, the Haven thing. Um. Uh. (laughs) That's kind of how I am, Doug. Yeah, Let someone else figure
2: that out. (laughs) Well, I was going to say, I think that's the big problem, is I've I've not given it enough thought more than... I mean, excited might be the wrong thought. It's more a case of, like, the first time I see someone play, I'm like, right, okay, what are you going to do? Let's see. Let's see where this is going, because I haven't really (laughs) given this deep, deep consideration. You know, I could see myself doing something. I think he might be the... The venture most likely to lead another faction leader,
0: okay? Because I because you that. could
2: you could so much have him be a complete toolbox. Here we go. Yeah. This is the haven I'm going for. He's going to do this crazy shit. <laughs> you yeah, this is the plan, right? <laughs> you can you can lead this bunch of Malkavians or or whatever, or, or like you know, lead this bunch of thin bloods to do crazy crap. Here we go. Or, you know, whatever. I can yeah. totally see that. I just haven't yeah. thought about it properly. So, yeah, he he's in the yearbook as most most likely to break the game at some point, right? You know
0: so <laughs> most like yeah yeah my that, that yeah i could i could see him being that most likely to break the game yeah, yeah,
2: uh, yeah. Certainly, to, certainly to break an individual game if not break the design right mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm.
0: so <laughs> okay so uh i guess it really
1: depends on what leader abilities you get
0: yeah like jason and i were looking through the havens and we couldn't come up with anything it was too too, nutty. Yeah. too new too different like what do you, What's the haven that he uses? What's the? What's the starting haven? What's the? What's the start? Yeah. What's the standard, <laughs> what's the standard choice? Right? right. Yeah. What's this? What's the haven? He starts with just no, the normal haven, and then what are the mm. two that you reveal to your rival?
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. And at the start of your first turn, so you already know wh- who the or, who what the what the havens are, and what the lead, who the leaders are of your other players. So then at the start of your first turn, you get to choose, you take your stack of Havens <laughs> out mm. of your collection and choose to. Yep. And, and how, do, how does that vary uh, from opponent to opponent, one, from one table to the next? Like that's, that's nuts. <laughs> well i mean
2: there's a great one for you there is like basically should we say um what of the which 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 of a, when you're revealing the two havens to your opponents which one do you pick that you want that's not dragon's roost because they won't pick dragon's roost <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Which which one do you, which one do you, do you make them force you have force you yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. to pick? There's that there. Ooh, that would
0: be yeah. You put dragon's Roost <laughs> out there, and you're like, okay, the other one is what you're gonna pick. So yeah, which one so do I really want? <laughs>
2: yeah, that's the one. I, yeah. So there is that, right? You know. Um. So that thought just occurred. But as you were talking, I was just thinking that um, there is something to be said here for this guy of the kind of like the one of the prince of the city decks we saw. Oh, sorry, one of the decks we saw at um, Gen Con which was the guy doing a prestige attack, Toreador. But what he did was is he um, played that little bait and switch where he would put the shoe down. And if someone and particularly against the opponent that he thought was going to have the shoe, right? Mm-hmm. As his big main attacker. And he intentionally did that with the idea that he would not bid to keep her, force mm-hmm. his opponent to be one prestige down, and then the deck could switch itself into prestige kill mode.
0: Right, and that was so, the prince. That was yeah. that was the. That was, that, that was I the think prince. I saw a prince one. Yeah, Josh. So, yeah,
2: yeah. So my thought there is, is this the is the trick with this guy to build a deck that has two gears, and depending on what your opponent picks, they pick their poison, right? Yeah, yeah. You you, you focus it on those two sides and be as general as you can. You know, good stuff that will focus that still do still do the well. That's why Josh did well, is his deck wasn't purely one purely like oh i'm in prestige mode now so these cards are useless no they're still gonna do something you know yeah maybe maybe he is just a really interesting debt building proposition yeah i think about it it's a fun one but i do like the idea of going would you would you like the card you're not going to take or the one i've picked for you thank you (laughs) 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 you know yeah thank you for giving me my card you know
1: yeah you can see building both ways with him Um, i'm not sure which one will end up being more popular but
2: yeah totally if either of them, maybe, maybe he doesn't see much play at all. It's a, it's a, it's a totally possibility, right? But yeah, I think, I think you're definitely going to see. Some he's of the, the jank, who? The he's the new the hotness,
0: jank. right? Yeah. He's the new hotness. So you, by, oh. by our previous, by our previous uh, things about guard tower and disheveled shelves, we could see him because mm-hmm. no one knows how to play him. Well, or right. Play against him. Yeah,
2: yeah. No kidding. That's the big one. No one knows how to play against him, right? What the hell do you pick? You know now. Oh, you-
0: now, if he goes to torpor, he loses the <laughs> haven. It comes off.
2: Oh right? point. Oh dear. <laughs> so okay. So is, it, is this a case of is this a case then of um, guard tower? Then which two do you pick for me? That's you know? exactly what I was thinking. guard tower. And then which which of the which of ability would you like me to have for a while? You know. So yeah, I don't know. That's fun. That's fun. <laughs>
0: All right. So knowing that. We're going to be held to this, but no, actually, probably no one's going to hold us to this. Um, do Sorry, this do you have any <laughs> predictions for strong decks we'll see at GenCon?
1: Not a freaking clue. <laughs> it's okay. too
0: diverse, right? Yeah, there's too um, many variables up in the air. There's four players.
2: You won't see very much thin Bloods.
0: Yeah, you won't see very, uh, th- that. I agree with.
2: I think their power has been meaningfully curtailed. Yeah, I think you. I think there's two. There's two reasonable possibilities for certainly for I don't know what to say about the top tables, but in terms of an actual prince, I think there's two reasonable possibilities. One of them is a fairly straightforward kill deck that probably takes some of the new tech to, to buff itself, right? You know, La sombra bruhar or bruhar and some new friends, you know something like mm-hmm. that, right? The second possibility I think is something not particularly crazy, unusually built but using some of the new tech in a surprising way, you know, so not like an entirely brand new debt dynamic. Like I'm not expecting shelves to be a win-win. Right. Right. But something that, something that takes schemes and goes a little bit nutty with it, you know, but, but but you know, know, builds on the regular scheme deck or something, you know? Yeah. I'm sure there'll be a few disheveled shelves decks, you know, trying
1: to, you know, trying to make it work. Oh yeah. Um, and, and yeah, people are going to play the new hotness and probably try and focus a little on it. But as far as like deck archetypes,
0: I, I expect Hunt the Hunters, uh, you know, uh, the, the wider community. Now, we uh, not here at home, but Horde the Herd is a big deal, right? It seems to be a big deal. I mean, they eroded it for a reason.
2: Yeah. Now, it, well, there's the thing, isn't it? Horde the Herd with the. With, um, uh remove skills on citizens becomes a very different proposition, yeah. right? That ability, yeah. like I was saying, that ability to, to get a citizen and roll into a citizen and roll into a citizen has just been heavily curtailed. So yeah. that's interesting, right? And not just for you, for the whole damn table, right? Mm-hmm. The whole damn table is probably getting less citizens than they might have been doing. So so that's intriguing. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. A card choices, I don't know. Like, I have, I have not looked enough things to be able to say, I think this will be the thing that turns up in a winning deck, you know? Well, well, yeah, I mean, I mean,
1: yeah. How many people have you know have the physical cards in their hands right now?
2: Yeah, there's a question, right?
0: Yeah, who knows? Yeah. I mean, Gen yeah, anybody coming that, up, real anybody quick. that pre-ordered from Renegade probably has Which cards in their hands.
1: There's probably a, a, a sizable number, but mm-hmm. how many of those people are going to have time to sit down with the cards and learn the card pool, and then you know, theory, you know, theorize about it, and then build a deck for it, and then test that deck, and then take it to Gen Con?
0: Yep. Yeah.
2: And that's still probably not so, the majority even of competitive players. Right.
1: So stuff. I'm sure there'll be some people who do get a chance to do all that. Uh, but I think that there is a a good chance you'll see some just some wild ass untested stuff. And I think the the deck archetypes will probably be all over. I don't think there's going to be. Uh, I think it's going to take more than one event for, the, uh, for a meta to shake out.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. totally.
1: I mean, it's definitely
2: going to be Wild West out there.
1: Right, but Especially suspicion- with the new city deck, yeah, yeah. and well, having two different city decks to deal with a genka.
0: Right, right. You're dealing with the conclave deck during the conclave stuff. Right, and then, and then the, the, the
2: heart of Europe deck and the other ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a the good heart of call. the other ones. Yeah, so the, the question, because honestly, yeah, a lot of my thoughts are not really based around. Other than that, offhand comments about citizens, which is you know, you know how much I focus on only hitting them. Um, that's a good point. I don't know what that's going to do. To to what decks will do well?
0: Well, it's again the Conclave yeah. is only ten events. It's not, well, not it's not changing yeah. the citizens, right? It's not but not so much the, the Conclave. The
2: new the new Prague deck is what I'm thinking as well. I don't know how much that's shaking things up. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. I think it'll be I,
0: it'll be cool. It'll be cool. I, and Jason and I will be there. We'll be there um, doing judging and running OP and mm-hmm. helping Matt and Matt do the things that they do that they do from thursday to friday to saturday and sunday and if you pre-ordered your boxes you can pick them up at the renegade room um on wednesday evening i think like 5 30 to 7 30 or 5 to 7 or something like that oh is this the big storage box yeah the big storage box oh yeah um and so that'll be cool uh and uh yeah, it'll be really neat. I'll be there. I'll have my wave recorder with me. So hopefully be able to get a chance to do some interviews of community members and maybe one of the champions or some of the winners or some of the people who have the most interesting decks, right? See how, see how it did. I've done this before for the L5R and Traxxas sector and in, in conquest. So uh, I'm looking forward to doing that when we're at Gen Con this time. Totally. So Jason and I are getting there we're getting out of Denver here really early in the morning. And of course, 2 our, two-hour difference, we'll be landing around 11 AM in Indianapolis, but we'll be around.
2: You go. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm giggling cool. away to myself here because you said Matt and Matt and I'm like, what? Yeah, oh, yeah. I get you. And I was like, no, no, that should be Holland and Hira. But clearly Holland yeah. and Hyra is the law firm in Prague well, that specialized in helping vampires.
0: Yeah, I could do we could do Holland and Hyra. That really? sounds so much better. No,
2: but, I, I, but I like I like the idea of the um, of the open 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 through the night um law firm, right? You know? yeah,
0: yeah, 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 for sure.
2: But better, better call Hyra, you know? So, <laughs> oh. In an accident, better call Hyra. Also, we might also we might have an episode title. Finding, so moving finding
0: <laughs> yourself bleeding at night? For no apparent reason, Reason? better call Hyra. (laughs)
2: No, it's more a case of like, more a case of like, have an inconvenient um, guest who has not taken well to, to the, the removal of blood from their body. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, you
0: know. Is someone oh, at your oh. table playing Emil Cruz and you <laughs> don't know what the hell to do? <laughs> Better this call Hyra. <laughs>
2: this is back on the John Wick, right? You know, phone picks up, I'd like a dinner reservation for seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Right? You know? Uh,
0: well, that was a deep cut there, Carl. Well, maybe not uh, so deep. No, John, John, Wick's Wick's is, John, not John Wick is pretty popular. John Wick is pretty popular. Yeah. It's yeah, it's the yeah, first yeah.
2: one, too. I'm not like yeah, a yeah. Yeah. joke from the yeah. third or
0: something, so yeah. yeah. And
1: uh, <laughs> to show you how popular John Wick is, Keanu Reeves stopped by San Diego Comic Con just like on a lark and they and and brought with him a, tra- a trailer for John Wick 4.
0: Like, that- oh, my gosh, unscheduled- really? yeah. oh, I, oh my god, it was unscheduled, yeah.
1: Oh my gosh, and you that it was an unscheduled event.
2: Oh, whoa, yeah, because I heard about obviously, I heard about four popping up, but I had no idea he just did that on a, like a ha ha <laughs> drive-by drive-by trailer he, reveal he did yeah. a keanu yeah oh, <laughs> he totally did. <laughs>
0: like, out of nowhere
2: yeah that's, that's hilarious there you go
0: well cool cool all right all right so um do we want to turn to something good
2: <laughs> indicating everything we've done so far has been awful certainly so, yeah. <laughs> no no
0: just and you know do our, doing our usual something good
2: I'll, I'll fire a quick one out if you guys want to think for a moment. I think by now we've established that I play many video games. I think we've also established by now that I play many what I would refer to as digital board games. Well, I think it's also fair to say, and if Jason had been around for this one, that I play quite a few digital card deck-building roguelites. Because holy cow, has that become a uh, its own genre in the recent years. There are tons of them. Obviously, Slay the Spire it, it, being... Yeah, because it's where it started, yeah, right? It Slay the Spire. Yeah, so, so I was the big success story. Well, most recently hit up um, Vault of the Void which is one I think I would actually recommend to both of you. It's a rather drier deck builder than I've seen. It's very much a card gamer's card game. This is the kind of thing where you have to really want to to tie it in on on perfecting your deck as you play, on being given really tough choices, because it has the usual thing of you go down a map and pick what route you follow, and the path you follow gives you different upgrades, different challenges, right? The the builds you can develop are very precise and clever. Um, It uses a bit of a... Damage is delayed. You 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 have a threat applied to you, so you don't block damage. You prevent damage that you're going to take at the end of the turn. For example, so there's a lot of like a feel of like that enemies apply damage that will then happen to you later. I'm getting a little into the weeds here, but it's very very tightly built. It's very much a you know if you can if you can make a card game sing for you, you will pull pull off some crazy stuff here. You know like that kind of thing, and it starts at fairly difficult for its base level and gets insane very quickly but a very very enjoyable massively like overwhelmingly positive on steam i want to say so vault of the void well worth checking out and also since we mentioned it earlier i love slate the spire i love its presentation its artwork is serviceable sorry guys that's about (laughs) it the artwork of the void is like comic front spread level print on your wall quality it is absolutely fantastic Great. Like holy cow. And every time I pull up a new enemy, I'm like, whoa. So yeah, great stuff.
0: Awesome. Doug, you got something for us?
1: I got to play a game this weekend that I haven't played since college. And that was a lot of fun. Have oh, you ever cool. Have you ever played a game called the Great
2: Del Moody?
0: <laughs> yes
2: there's a there's a throwback classic that Jeez. is that
0: yeah that published is...
2: and republished and republished that baby yeah
1: so 30
0: I, years going on not quite 30 years
1: something yeah, maybe. It, was, it was mid-90s 94, it was mid-90s. 94 95 it was yeah. yeah. something like that yeah um you know yeah. 93 96 it, yeah. was, it was somewhere in there anyways uh so I've, I've owned the game for years uh like i i I had friends who had it in college. After college, I purchased a copy. But how often do you get like six to eight of your friends together to, to like play a single game together and much less a game like Del Moody. That's uh, it takes us kind of a specific mindset to be able to play it oh, and, yeah. oh, and enjoy yeah. it. But yeah, so I got to, I got to play that for the first time in 20 some odd years. Cool. And, oh, holy cow. Cool.
0: Uh, my something good. I've, My daughter uh, and I have been uh, binging Umbrella Academy. She's usually an episode or two ahead of me. In the last uh, few days, I've watched season one and season two. Um, We've already started season three, so uh, I'm enjoying it. It's not for the uh, she is she a teenager is like you'll get really frustrated by how slow the pace is in the first season and i'm like i was perfectly happy it's, it's a character, driven, it, it's yeah, a character driven series right i'm like oh i'm perfectly happy this is fine yeah. yep, yep <laughs> so yep. that's cool
2: that's fun i was gonna say but i wonder what you think of it that's good fun i've, I've seen bits and bobs and i'm very familiar it's it was uh, for a while it was you know absolutely everywhere but yeah first yeah, season yeah. Released no it's it was, very you cool it's, it's, very avoid cool. It, so.
1: good it's a good series good stuff, good stuff. Netflix does really good series like like dramatic series their uh, action movies leave a little little (laughs) bit to
0: be desired
1: yeah that's true (laughs) if you would like to join the discussion have ideas for future episodes feedback or questions for us you can contact us at artofwarcast at gmail.com via twitter at artofwarcast or leave a comment in the episode's comment section. Please review us on iTunes. It helps others find us. Thank you for listening.